All right. Welcome to this episode of the Talk Shed podcast. Good morning, Cody. Good morning, Adam. You awake? I am. I am. Okay. So, well, uh, we are, uh, you know, a lot of times we're recording on the go, and uh, mm-hmm. this would be another one of those times. Um, we are, uh, it's probably 6.30 this morning, and uh, we're heading down to deer camp. Yep, that's right. Um, today's October 31st, Halloween. Yep. And uh, for those of you familiar at all with deer hunting, the, uh, the whitetail rut is upon us. It, we're a little bit ahead of the curve on the whitetail rut, but yep. um, it's 32 degrees this morning. Um, nice, heavy frost. Yes. And uh, beautiful morning. Wind's mm-hmm. calm, and I think it's going to be nice, uh, nice sit in the tree uh, here today to try and capitalize on on some uh, some buck movement. So, um, yeah, it should be a good day. Yep. Yep, left uh, left home around five o'clock this morning, and we're just getting down here. So we're about I don't know, probably a half hour, forty five minutes out yet. Yeah, yep. It you know with the days getting shorter, it's not going to get daylight. I think we can shoot at seven thirty ish. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, the, the clock's ticking literally on that though. You know we've got the time change I think coming up this weekend. Yeah. I think it's this weekend. It's either, uh, I think it's like the first full weekend of November or something along those lines. Yeah, I, so I told be. you that. That's I, it, It's this weekend. Um, so, basically, uh, what, what the heck's been going on, Cody? We Last week, you know, we got rain, uh, kind of slowed down a lot of demos. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, guys are still chipping away on corn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of corn out yet just you know there's not not a whole lot that's been taken off there are a couple of guys that got a lot of it off but for the most part you know a lot of your a lot of your guys don't have a whole lot of corn off they then some of them might not even have all their beans off yet yeah it's the corn is testing just so wet you Mm -hmm. know um and I I don't know the science behind that. You know, I think it's a, an absence of GDUs that we had. Some of those cooler days, maybe in August and September, um, just wasn't enough heat uh, to progress that corn crop along fast enough. You know, it's not like we planted it super late. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of corn testing in the low to high 20s. And... Uh, you know, when if you've got to dry it down, you can only harvest so much so fast. Um, you've got to handle it a lot more in a, in a, in the bin, out of the dryer, and and uh, just a lot more stuff goes into it. So all of that, uh, including the the over an inch of rain that we had over the weekend, is going to uh, slow harvest for guys. And, and then of course, slow down demos a little bit for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were uh, fortunate enough to do a couple of demos there Saturday. Uh, we ran a 20 foot halo VRT and that was successful. Yeah. Well, I was going to deep dive into that here in a second. Um, that's going to be kind of the main, uh, talking point of this podcast is, is just talking about, uh, demos in general. And what they do um, for us, for the customer, and and how important they are. Um, 
you know, the, the trick with what we do is, you know, we're, we sell this equipment 365. You know, we're going to talk about it to customers, um, whether it's April, May, June, or December. But there's only, if you think about it, there's only a couple weeks of the year in which we can show these guys live on their farm how this equipment works and if they have enough horsepower to match it. And so we sell, 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 and then we have a super tight window and that window is either in the spring right before the planter or in the fall right after the combine. Mm -hmm. The problem with both of those time frames is everyone's busy. You know, a lot of guys, heck last week, you know, we talked a lot about it. No one really wanted to talk to us. We, yeah. you know, if you go out and drive in the country, all you saw was combines running. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to, stop the truck and and make him stop his combine just to say hey joe do you need anything right you know we that can be a phone call that can mm -hmm. be a text or that can be a later date um so it's it's a struggle uh you know last fall we got so lucky everyone did because it was such a stretched out beautiful fall yeah it was it was pretty dry i, I was talking to a guy the other day and i think he said uh, well, it was one of the guys that we demoed to there on Saturday. He said he had, last year, he had 28 straight days of being able to harvest. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Not the case so far. You know, it's 33 degrees mm -hmm. this morning. And, you know, when you have an inch of rain this time of year, it just takes a long time. Days are getting shorter. Um, you know, the sun's not out as much. Temperatures are lower. And it stays wet longer. And uh, so we struggle to get these products out in front of the customer and so your windows are super tight and you have to act upon those windows uh when you see them and and when you see them coming like for example right now and yesterday i had guys telling me i think i'm gonna shell corn tomorrow which would be today okay well you can shell corn way before you can run tillage mm -hmm. so that tells me we're probably a few days out on tillage. Well, I took a peek at the forecast. It's actually not going to be too bad, like Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking there could be a, a small window of opportunity to run tillage. There's a 30% chance of rain Saturday. Yep. So I'm thinking like in some places, maybe Thursday. But I think Thursday through Sunday, we're going to get a gap to potentially get back out there. But why don't, uh, you know, from a, from a, you know, quick view, Cody, how important do you think demos are not to us, but to the customer? Oh, I mean, you know, I feel like it's, it's very important to them. And the reason for that is, is that, you know, Whenever we go out and demo something, granted, it, it's a little bit different than a tractor, especially whenever we're demoing a tillage tool. You know, they want to see how that thing works on their ground. You know, we can sit there until we're blue in the face on telling them on how well it works and what it does and this and that. But until you get it on their farm and you can prove it to them that it'll work on their farm, that that's the best. That's one of the best feelings for a salesman and two. Uh, you know, it's a good feeling to the customer because you brought them a solution. 
So for them having the opportunity to demo it on their farm, you know, they can either say, oh, yeah, this is what I'm looking for or it's not. So in right. it and it's in it's in their environment. They've got it controlled. You know, it, it's it's just more of it gets them to it gets them that warm, fuzzy feeling of like, OK, you know, I'm about ready to drop you know, X amount of dollars on this tool. And it just, they just proved it to me that it works really, really well in my soil condition. So talk about how it, you know, you show up to a farm who has, maybe you've never met, we get that a lot. Mm -hmm. And talk about how the demo starts to build that relationship. Like if you look back in your mind, some of the most memorable customers that you deal with, Mm for me anyway, are those that I've demoed on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, the, the willingness to, for, for a guy to bring a tool out to a customer, you know, it, it kind of shows them a sense of loyalty and whenever they're able to have that in a salesman and you're able to build that relationship with that customer, you know, you just turn into their go-to guy. Even if they don't buy a tool off of you. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's just one of those deals where they they knew you were willing to take a risk and let them and let you uh, let them demo one of your tools and uh, use it to see how it will work on their farm. And if it fit, great. If not, hey, you know what? That That's why they have a lineup. So we, we can try a different one, you know, later on down the road. So just you're you're basically just able to kind of enhance a relationship in that aspect of demoing a tool i mean you know the one of the first salford tools that i ever sold we ended up bringing three tools up to that guy yeah before we sold him one so it it was it was just kind of one of those deals to where it's like you know you you just had to consider if you just kept hitting the nail on the head with the hammer you know, you're going to get somewhere. Right. But you also needed to find what was going to work for him as well. Yeah. Because you didn't want to push him into something that he wasn't going to be successful with either. Yeah, I think that there is a lot to say about the connection that is gained through a demo. Mm-hmm. You know, you and the customer are out there. He's probably nervous because it takes a lot of effort for someone to do the discovery process and say, hey, I think this tool's right for me. Can you bring it out? Yeah. You know, that that's a big leap. That takes a lot of effort. Um, and then also on the salesman side, um, it's like, man, I sure hope this thing works. I, I sure hope it don't break in half. I mm-hmm. sure hope he has enough horsepower. And you're both out there uh you know just fighting the good fight you know all oh, those hydraulics are hooked up wrong well let me jump out and i'll switch them mm-hmm. quick oh can you run out there and, and and do this set this and and it pretty soon you go from potentially being complete strangers to working on a team yeah because you guys both want the same end goal you want a tool that is going to do everything and more for that farmer and you want him to do nothing but but talk highly about it 
Right. And so not not only highly about the tool, but also highly about yourself. Right. Yeah. And and it takes uh, it takes a lot of effort. But man, I have I have so much fun on demos because mm-hmm. it, it you know we can do this podcast, we can do the YouTubes. I I send out you know the the newsletters and stuff. But I think when you can go out on a demo, and that's when you're you're putting your foot forward. You know, mm-hmm. you show up in a service truck so that you've got backup tools typically. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the entire uh, company behind you, even though they're not in that tractor cab with you. Um, they're there supporting you, and, and you're out there just pushing and pushing and pushing to, to get this tool or, or the flip side of the coin, to make sure that this is the incorrect tool for him. Maybe you're between that VRT and the 5200, and you say, well, let's bring out the 5200. Yep. If you don't like it, we'll then bring up the VRT, mm-hmm. and you've seen both, and now you can make your decision. Right. So mm-hmm. demoing isn't always about selling them the tool you bring to them. Sometimes it's making sure that that's not the tool that they want, just like your guy that you ran three tools on. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I... I was there at the beginning mm-hmm. and we kind of arm wrestled over which tool we thought he needed. Mm-hmm. And what we ended up doing was just starting at the top and just scratching them off. Yep. Like, I think that this one would work best for him. What, how'd it go, Cody? Well, we demoed it. He wanted just a little bit more of this. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's bring him this one and, and just, you know, pulling those cards out of the deck until one of them, uh, was the right one. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot to be said about the chemistry and the bond that happens between salesman and farmer mm-hmm. on a demo. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the the willingness that, you know, a guy sees out of out of a guy that would bring three tools to you, you know, not every salesman's gonna have the willingness to do that. And that's that's just the way that we roll i feel like like if it if it doesn't work we're gonna find more than one way to skin that cat or peel that potato however whatever analogy you want to throw at it um i I feel like we we try to do our best at trying to analyze the situation so that way we don't have to bring more than one tool out there uh, beforehand but once we get a better understanding of what the customer wants after running a tool you know then we really can narrow down that decision and say okay well if it if this isn't it then we got to go this and yep. I, I feel like that's why that Salford lineup has uh, you know that kind of one tool for every scenario yep. that will fit it so Tell me about Saturday. Well, you had a demo lined up in Van Wert. Yep, a guy that I had never met before. Mm-hmm. Um, watched YouTube videos. Yep. And him and a dad, him and his dad said, "I kind of like how that VRT's working." His dad said, "Well, you know, they're all the way down there. You're gonna have to go down there and, and get a demo." Mm-hmm. And the boy said, "No, I'll just, I'll just." get a hold of them, see if maybe they can bring one up here. And, mm-hmm. and long story short, he did, had never met him. I dropped the tool off the day before. And, again, this was on a Saturday. I knew rain was coming in. Yep. We've got 
10 demos lined up mm-hmm. and the the percentage of i don't know how to put it the batting average i guess you could say of these vrts mm-hmm. of taking a demo to a farmer and it staying at that farm forever is high mm-hmm. so if i have 10 demos lined up and i've got a 75 percent batting average I better be getting some of these VRTs on farms. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Like rain, snow, what you name it. Mm-hmm. I better be starting to place these VRTs on farms yep. because guys are seeing what this tool can do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got off a little bit there. But, yes, <laughs> we started off with a morning demo. Yep. So, basically, Adam came to my house, picked me up at 630 we were heading up there and we're kind of sitting there in the truck talking i'm like are did you tell this guy that he was keeping it all day or like what's the deal and so he's like no i didn't really tell him that he could have it all day we were kind of going to go put it in the next spot because rain was coming and i go okay i was like well let me text my guy so we traded in uh we traded in another tool that this guy was demoing. He was originally a buyer that I thought was a, a used tool content, uh, contestant. And he had the used tool up there. He's like, man, he's like, it's close, but it's not quite what I want. It was a Deer 2680. Yep. Yep. It was a Deer 2680. And I'm like, all right, well. Can't blame the guy. I, I told him. I told him Thursday. I was like, hey, I was like, what do you think about demoing a VRT? And he goes, yeah, I'd, I I, would kick that around because he told me Thursday that he wasn't going to buy the deer tool. And I go, okay, that sounds good. I'm like, <clears throat> so on our way up there, I texted him. I said, hey, would you be available to do a demo today? And he goes, yeah, just as long as we can get it done before noon. So we basically had the first VRT demo done before daylight yeah we uh, went up there and he had it hooked to the tractor went and found the corn stalk field mm -hmm. made probably half a dozen passes and you know i kind of prefaced him ahead of time you know i said you know we're going to take this thing with us and Mm -hmm. we unhooked it in the field Uh, i said you know get your dad down here run your 2660 next to it and we'll stay in touch but i hate to kind of run but we gotta go yeah and uh so -hmm. we headed to where were they at so they were just uh south and then east of ottawa okay is where they were so that's where we originally did the demo um it's basically five four or five brothers that are all together um so that there there are always a lot of opinions in that scenario i'm sure people listening can relate to that um but so basically we we get up there i texted him i was like hey we're coming up with a vrt all right sounds good we'll see you here in a little bit so we get up there and we run the vrt and you know there there are four or five of them there giving their opinions and whatnot and uh uh, none of the opinions at this time was that the tool was working perfectly right yeah um Mm -hmm. you know when when you have and they were pretty heavy no tillers mm-hmm. uh, or minimum till for a long time and so that's a big jump i yeah. mean to go from from making your farm work with minimal tillage to now purchasing a tillage tool 
you're going to not only have to have that tool do everything for you because very rarely will you go from minimum or no till to like owning four tillage tools. Right. But, but then you also have the dynamic of, you know, a family that farms together, but separate, but Mm kind of together, but then kind of separate. Right. And they're all going to kind of, kind of manage the tool together. And that's great. That's awesome. I mean, that these, these guys, um, you know, got along well and, and farmed together, but they all, you know, like everyone, they all have their own little way that they want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly fine. Um, but it, but from our standpoint, it adds a pretty big dynamic. Right. Um, but anyway, another factor in this whole deal was that, uh, you know, our, our wives kind of expected us to be home a little sooner than what we were. Um, so, you know, by this time, it's like 11, <laughs> 11 o'clock, and we're two hours from home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is going to start to get real ugly here. Mm-hmm. Um, we had things to do, and basically our wives were not in our favor as far as... They were like, when are you coming home? Yes. Where are you at? Yes. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because originally, originally, okay, I picked Cody up that early that morning so that we could run to van work get that demo done and that was pretty much the only demo i had intentions of running that day right i thought well we would maybe drive the tool to the next spot but you know we were literally done with our first demo at like 7 45 yeah maybe eight o'clock mm-hmm. so i'm like okay you know this would be good get home early go make the kids breakfast we're good to go well <laughs> Then we weren't good to go. Then <laughs> we went to the next guy, and uh, yeah, we we just kept running the tool, setting it here, setting it here, and and uh, long story short, I I didn't think that it was getting done what they wanted. Yeah, and uh, you know they they had already demoed that one tool, the the deer, and we were we were kind of pushing our way through this demo. We went and ran it in bean ground, which it did a phenomenal job. And and I said, Cody, I you know we we kind of need to keep rolling here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to figure out what our plan is. Uh, we kind of need to get going. Mm-hmm. And so, right about the time we said that, things started getting kind of serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. One guy, one of the brothers was like. Well, how much is the tool? And I told him price, and he go, he throws a counter offer at us, and we're like, we weren't really sure if he was real serious or not, and so we took it to another field and went and ran it in some bean ground, and we're talking a little bit, and then we came back to the corn stalks, and we're like, so what what do we need to do to get this done? And and keep in mind, I don't mean to keep interrupting, but. We, we had, you know, I was thinking, well, Cody, if, if we could somehow figure out a way to not have to pull this tool home. Right. Because we're two hours from home when you're driving on a four lane, um, let alone, uh, you know, let alone pulling a tillage tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry, I had a phone call going off here. Um, 
you know, so we were kind of like, how, how, how the heck can we get home sooner? And mm-hmm. so we just kind of asked them the question. Uh, so you guys just want to leave this thing hooked up to the tractor? Mm-hmm. And that's where it started. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, so you just going to keep this thing or what, like rent it? Oh, no, we're, we're talking about buying it. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know. And I guess the one brother looked at his phone, and they're like, "Did you see what? Did you see what so and so said?" So they they were getting on the phone and this and that. And but long story short, we we ended up selling a VRT Saturday. It stayed there, mm-hmm. and you know I've witnessed a lot of different things. I've had guys call me up and just say, "Hey, um, I want to buy this tool." Mm-hmm. Okay. I've had guys hardball me for seven weeks. Yeah, you're going to have to do better on your price. I ain't buying it. You know, Mm -hmm. I've had guys do medium. Is that the best you can do? Well, you know, I knocked $500 off. Okay, let's do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen a situation like what I saw. I mean, I had a lot of times you you can smell it. You can sense it. You know, are they are they buyers? Are they asking the right questions? Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you, I didn't see a single indication that that they were originally going to buy. So it, it made it. <laughs> that's what made it so uh, so crazy. And just how how it all worked. You know, yeah. we had we had to get going. We had no intentions of doing that particular demo at all that morning. And uh, oh my gosh, it was crazy. It was awesome. And, and, you know, they like the versatility of that tool, being that many uh, members that are going to own it. Mm-hmm. It can do so many different things. And it, it's, it's a great fit for them. Yep. And uh, I, I was just blown away um, that, uh, you know, that, that, that it worked out the way it did. Yeah, I mean, both of us, we just talked about it the whole way home. Like, just just in that moment, you're just like, how in the heck did that just happen? Because both of us were in the mindset that there was no way. We, we definitely thought that we were at least pulling it to the next stop. And that wasn't the case. Yeah. So. Yeah, so sometimes, you know... We, we have to, you know, we have to in, in some ways somewhat qualify, we call it qualifying the customer. You know, we have a lot of guys calling us wanting to demo VRTs, which is great, but we have to sort out some of them. Like, if we have a guy that wants to demo a 25-foot VRT and he has 210 horsepower, unfortunately, that's just not going to work. Right. So... We have to draw some lines and ask the correct questions on, okay, you know, what kind of tillage are you doing now? Because if he's running a Glencoe 15-foot mulch finisher, (laughs) and unfortunately this is true, but we have to, you know, if he's currently running that tool and wants to demo a VRT and only has two hydraulic outlets on the tractor, it's not going to work. It it just won't. (laughs) work uh, and and that there's nothing wrong with with that tractor or that mulch finisher except for when you try to hook it to a vrt right it, it just won't work it 
you know, he may be raising 400 bushel corn with that combination. And if he is, then he doesn't need a VRT. Right. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is we have to filter out that some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it sometimes you get to demos and you're like, geez, I'm Pete's who was in charge of of qualifying this guy you know <laughs> and, and and about the time you say that that tool ends up staying on that farm and you're like holy cow i missed that yep. one you know yep for sure and uh so i wouldn't quite qualify that one as that no they it, were they it, were very well qualified. yeah i mean you know they were more qualified than most people because we had already determined that the case or that the deer tool was not for them they're right Yep. So we knew what they liked, what they didn't, and no, they, those are, those are great guys. Mm-hmm. They they got a great farm. They've got yes. enough horsepower, enough outlets on the tractor. They know mm-hmm. how to run the tool. Yeah, it, all around, it was a great deal. Yes, but but it is hard because as a salesman, you're like, oh, okay, so you want to demo it? I'll take it up to you, but then you got to pull back and say, you know if you have four demos lined up mm-hmm. and one of them tells you that he's not purchasing any tillage equipment for two years, unfortunately you probably need to put the three that are getting ready to trade first. Right. It's just how, yeah. it's just how it has to go. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. It, it, it's all about priority in our minds. I mean, yeah, it's no different you than know. if you've got 17% corn sitting out there right now and 27% corn, it just makes more sense to let the other one sit and dry out until it's ready to be picked. Exactly. Period. Mm-hmm. So we have to do that kind of stuff. But I wanted to record a podcast to kind of talk about what you and I are busy trying to do. We're, we're sniffing out demos and pushing hard to get them done. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to just talk about the success we had Saturday because when, when you go from – I mean, that story went from zero – yeah yeah went from zero to a hundred like really quick yeah and that guy found us on facebook yep of all things Mm -hmm. i mean and and you took him the demo and literally for like two weeks we thought they were going to buy that deer 2680 we're like okay did did he buy that yet no not yet you know and then he ran it and you know finally we've we he said that he didn't want to purchase that tool so we're like oh you know that kind of stinks and but then we turned it around mm-hmm. and and spun it again and said, well, let's do this one and try again. And you go from a high to a low. And, and yeah, that's uh, those are fun. Mm-hmm. Those are a lot of fun. For sure. For but, sure. Uh, well, I think that's all I've got. I can see the sun starting to rise. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need to be in a tree. Yeah, we're working on getting there. Yep. So. You need to keep going here. You got about another mile yet. But, okay. well, we want to record that quick podcast, yep. and uh, we're on our way to the tree stand. Uh, wish us luck. You can bet your hiney that we're going to have another podcast <laughs> talking about uh, deer camp here over the next two days. So, well, especially if we get one down. Oh yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt for sure. So, well, thanks everyone for tuning in, and uh, can't wait to see you on the next one. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, guys.